Hello and welcome to As Light As Day with your host, Dana Ferrin. I just want to take this time to welcome everyone who is listening um, to this broadcast. I just want to thank you so much for your support. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to my podcast. So today I am going to finish up, you know, I I started, well, I wouldn't say I started a series, but I did two parts um, entitled Finding Your Voice and I did promise on the second um well part two of the last of the last podcast that I did on finding your voice I did say I was going to complete it with a part three and so um I was you know I felt in my spirit yesterday that I had to um release a message of hope so that took place of the part three of finding your voice so here we are um I'm just going to really you know conclude and finish up on what I was talking about the importance you know of knowing you know your voice you know what God has ordained for you to do and when I was talking about finding your voice I was talking more of you know what your purpose is you know what your function is you know both in the body of Christ and also in the earth and and the importance of finding the right environment um, that will be able to accommodate um, the voice that you carry and so I just really wanted to um, to continue on that um, focus you know it's just really understanding number one um, which you know which which environment, you know, what mountain of influence do you believe the Lord is calling you um, to be on in this time and in this season? And, you know, when we talk about mountains, you know, one of the things that God has always reminded me about me, you know, he deals with me in a very simple way. You know, any little thing, I, I tend to find revelation out of that. Um, so it could be me walking down the road. I could see a scenario with a mother and a child and God would somehow find a way to relay a message to me through that. Or I could be driving by a billboard and there's a message on there. And, you know, being being quite prophetic as I am, the Holy Spirit will also minister to me through that billboard. So there's certain things, you know, that will stand out to me. And for the last few months, especially from the beginning of this year, um, I have been really thinking about, you know, what it is that God requires from me in this new decade, in this new time, in this new season, and what is my function. So when I talk about the seven mountains of influence, for those of you who are listening, um, you might think, you might listening to this, you might think, wait a minute, I don't just fit into one place and that's okay. Um, I don't want us to get into a place where we limit God or where we think, okay, I only fit here. Because as you grow and as you as you evolve um, in Christ, you will find that there's certain places that God will will either shift you from. So you might start off being in the mountain of the church, you know, mountain of religion, and God might shift you. Now, your foundation will always be um, being a believer. You know, your faith will always be your foundation. But there are times when God will shift you from the mountain of religion. and He may, you know, shift you towards the mountain of government or the mountain of, you know, education, mountain of business mountain of arts and entertainment you know you know I've already said business you know you know I think you know not say think I've lost my my notes I had you know a little note um just to remind myself of the different of the different um mountain so I've already said religion you know I've said business I've said government um education I've already said that media you know arts and family so you find yourself shifting from those mountains and I don't want you to put yourself in a box just listening to this um one of the things that I've learned and I've said it you know many times we talk about the scriptures as well we talk about whether you're an apostle or a prophet or an evangelist but I I truly believe that those you know different 
gifts according to I believe it's Ephesians um, chapter 4 I've made sure I've got my script my bible here just so that I don't get anything wrong and I believe it's in Ephesians uh, chapter 4 I'm just going to actually turn there so that I don't um, get it wrong. But Ephesians chapter 4, where it talks about the different gifts. And when I say different gifts, I'm talking about the apostle, um, the prophet, the pastor. Please forgive me if I've gotten this wrong. I'd have to research and come back for some for some reason. That's it. Found it. So Ephesians chapter four and verse 11. So we talk about the different gifts in terms of the body um, of Christ. So we talk about the apostle. Well, not we, but the the scripture in Ephesians chapter four, verse 11. It talks about the apostle. It talks about the prophet. You know, it talks about the pastor the evangelist the teacher and so that you know many times you know people have always ran uh, you know towards those um different you know five gifts and think okay wh- where do i fit in but if you read first uh, corinthians um chapter 12 i believe and chapter 14 um and i believe as well romans chapter 12 there's so many different gifts there's gifts of administration you know that there's so many different gifts i'm not going to go into that but the point i'm trying to say you know if i'm released to talk about that um further down um, in the podcast we will but it's just important if you want to find out you know where you fit and you know in terms of your gifts in terms of your voice and how you you know you believe God wants you to use your voice then I believe first Corinthians chapter 12 Romans chapter 12 and also Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 will be a good foundation a good place to start and you know with me I found that a lot of you know I've seen myself evolve over the last um, few years and obviously started in the church you know as a young girl you know I rededicated my life back to Christ at the age of 13 and you know going through my process you know submitting myself to the Holy Spirit and watching God lead me you know throughout the different things that I did in terms of ministry you know in my church back in Nottingham and then becoming a minister of the gospel at 21 and I've always you know felt like okay god there's always more because I was still growing and I'm still growing still evolving so I could never fit in I never felt like I fit into one box or one place so there are people who would have met me along the way and you know based on our conversations or when they've prayed based on what they've seen prophetically they would try to label me and say okay Dana this is what God is going to do with you and it's almost like they were saying this is the only thing that God was going to do with you and so you know I always thought that my future was just the church I I never I could never see beyond and and even though I was at university and I was studying you know to become a lawyer but then for those who know my testimony the Holy Spirit divinely interrupted my my path um, to becoming a lawyer and literally put me on a path to purpose and so even in that I thought okay God maybe you're leading me to to be a full-time minister maybe I'm supposed to just do ministry and just speak preach the gospel you know do events to 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 reach souls and you know looking at how God has literally shifted my whole process I'm now technically you know in the mountain of government um, because of the role that I'm doing 
And, you know, that was quite hard for me because it got to a point where I started to struggle because I could feel the demand in terms of the church world. There was a demand of how I should be and what I'm supposed to do. But then I noticed that there was a higher call in terms of my role. And, I, and I'm not here to say like I idolize, you know, my job and my role. But, you know, the Holy Spirit began to deal with me and he began to show me that my role, it wasn't just a nine to five. It was actually it had now become my assignment. And so the point of me sharing all of that, because I'm very careful, I want to be balanced and I don't just want to talk about me. I want to bring the word in. It's important that we recognize our our assignment. You know, we need to recognize a season that is assigned to our assignment. And we have to also be discerning to know when that season and when that assignment has ended. And so many people have become stuck. And those of you who are listening to this, you know, I've already, you know, given this podcast to the Lord. And once again, Lord, I invite you into this podcast because I really need the Holy Spirit's help um, with this one, because I truly believe that there are people who will listen um, to this podcast. You're probably struggling about where you fit and you, you know, you probably already identify your gifts. You know, you probably have the gifts of administration. You know, you got the gifts of prophecy, you know, or, you know, according to first Corinthians chapter 12, you've probably identified um, yourself, you know, with those different gifts and you're probably trying to figure out okay where do I fit in is this just for you know where I go to church on a Sunday or how do I incorporate the voice that God has given me whether it's by prayer by singing by speaking by writing you know whatever it is you know your skill you know in sports whatever like where where do I fit in and so I think the last um, podcast part two of finding your voice I spoke about the importance of not just identifying your voice and what it is that God has called you to do it's not just about what your function is but it's also where you are supposed to function you know, many times um, in the body of Christ, we've often labeled people based on what they can and cannot do. But it's very hard to define a fish's ability, you know, on dry ground. You know, that we know that the function, the survival of a fish, you know, is in the water. The only way that you, we see the fish, you know, function at its best ability in the water. Um, but then we also see a donkey or a lion. Okay, they function better on land. They function better better in open spaces in the jungle and so it's important you know if you was to put you know a a wild animal you know in a cage you know in a room they wouldn't necessarily survive and so I truly believe that you know being in the body of Christ and also being called you know to the world because that's why we are here as a church we're not just called to be in the four walls of a building we are called to go out there go ye into the into all the world and you know preach the gospel okay baptizing them is that isn't that what Matthew um chapter 28 I believe verse 18 to 20 let's just turn there because I want to be sound in what I'm saying um tonight so Matthew chapter 28 okay this is where Jesus you know is commissioning his disciples okay and he is telling them to go ye into all the world and I'm just going to read this in your hearing. You probably hear the um, the pages uh, moving. So it says Jesus, and I'm reading from the Amplified Version in verse 18 of chapter 28 of, of the book of Matthew. It says Jesus approached and breaking the silence said to them, all authority, all power of rule in heaven and on earth has been given to me. 
Go then and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them into the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you all the days, perpetually, uniformly, and on every occasion, to the very close and consummation of the age. Amen. So let it be. Okay, so that is our commission as believers in the body of Christ to go out into all the world, going out into our nations and you know I've heard so many uh, messages on that one scripture and you know in the in the King James version it says go ye into all the world now when you look at the Greek you know the the meaning of that of that word world it actually means your community okay certain arenas you know wherever you are planted you go forth go out there and preach the gospel so you know there are many people who are so focused on going you know to other nations and one of the things God reminded me years ago I think I've even you know spoken on this and I've said that literally so many people are so focused on going into all the world going to different nations but your neighbor still has not heard about Jesus Christ the very place that you work they don't even know that you're a believer and so one of the things that God is teaching me is bringing the gospel back to basics is going back to basics with the good news starting from basics does your family know about Jesus Christ okay does your does your immediate family know that you are a true believer of Jesus Christ does your workplace your work environment where you live because I truly believe wherever you are wherever you're working wherever you're living you're planted there for a purpose you're planted there for a reason and so I truly believe that one of the things you know one of the key um nuggets of I'm not saying nuggets I can't even find my words because I'm so excited about this topic tonight but one of the key things for me and finding my voice is just starting where you are you know I firstly identifying your gift identifying the you know the voice that God has given you how he wants you to use it you know and then also identifying the environment that where he wants you to use the environment where you will thrive where your message will thrive because here's the thing okay who you are and what you're called to do it's not for every environment and it will not necessarily thrive everywhere and so it's the same um example that I shared earlier about the fish okay and the wild animals is that you know you 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 cannot expect a fish to flourish on dry land okay the place where the fish and I I think I've heard this you know word use metron okay basically the place where you're called to function okay you have to really identify and find out for yourself okay who you are what you're called to do what your voice is what you're called what's your function and where are you called to function and one of the things that the Lord was um, downloaded into my spirit over the last few weeks because of course I had to take a break from this because I needed to really you know just there were some things I was processing you know in my spirit and one of the things God reminded me off was the fact that you know when 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 fruits are being cultivated you know we're taking you back now to agriculture okay is that there's certain you know, there's certain fruits and, and vegetables, there's certain seeds, there's certain um, atmospheres that they cannot flourish in. So, for example, you know, there's certain fruits, hence why we have the whole import and export, okay, between countries, because there's certain fruits that cannot grow, okay, in cold atmospheres. There's certain fruits that cannot cannot grow in heated atmospheres. So, if it's tropical, you won't get you won't get harvest, okay. 
and then there's certain fruits that you know you can manipulate it where you can grow it in greenhouses okay but in terms of the 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 what's the word i'm looking for in terms of the authenticity of that fruit you can tell when something has been you know has been cultivated in its rightful environment and so you know hence i believe the word organic so when something when a fruit or a veg has been you know has been cultivated in an authentic environment that's where you have the whole idea of organic and so for many of you okay who are listening to this podcast right now that you know there's certain processes that God had to take you through you know the process wasn't necessarily about you it was about the fruit that you were going to yield and that's really deep I need you to kind of ponder on that and so when I started to think about my process of cultivation well you know the, the the different environments that God had to take me through the different experiences that I had to go through it was necessary for where I am now it's like you know certain days when I you know now we are in quarantine that we literally have to you know stay in our houses but you know when I used to have to go into the office I recognized that every day it was something different okay I would always say to my director I can count on the fact that every day there was going to be a new scenario now even though it was on the level of being in government you know working you know with the CEO and you know with you know with other directors you know within the organization that I work for when there were certain things that would arise you know even though it might not be the same as what I experienced in my previous processes and what I had to go through to get there but there were there were skills that I was able um to to apply from what I learned in my wilderness um experience I hope that makes sense so for some of you I just want to encourage you that don't don't despise where you are right now and don't despise the things that you're encountering because it's necessary for where you're going you know, I want to talk about a few examples. You know, the first um, person that I think of when it comes to process was Joseph. Okay. Joseph had to learn how to deal with his different phases. Okay. He went from being in the pit to being in Potiphar's house to then go into prison as a result of accusation. Okay. From, from Potiphar's wife. And then because he was positioned in the prison, a matter arose with fear, with the Pharaoh, and then he was called to the palace. But then when you think about it, you know, one of the things I've learned, based on you know what I have been through is that when you go through the wilderness process and when you're going through the fire you know I truly believe that that's when God is literally digging he's digging he's creating a well in you and when he digs you you know when when you allow yourself to go through that process and you allow him to dig you then literally God is creating a well in you so that he's able to pour okay his, his resource of wisdom okay and solutions in you one of the things you know me and a relative we were speaking speaking let's say relative my sister okay we were speaking um today and one of the things she kept saying to me she was like Dana you know you know she's a bit annoyed with me because she's like Dana I'm just talking to you and every time I talk to you you always have a solution for everything I'm saying and even in my mind I thought well isn't that a good thing because you know that's just the gift God has given me when people are speaking to me about a certain matter God will just release the solution straight away and I'm able to share with them but she you know for this is not you know necessarily a dig at her she was just really expressing her heart um to me and in turn I had to say to her you know sis this is just the way I am and but I realized that if I'm honest I wasn't always like this but I recognized that it's the process that did this so God literally took me there was a season when I didn't even know what to do I couldn't see the solution in anything all I saw was problems but when God took me out of that you know few years of struggling you know 
in the, I realized that whilst I was in the process of going through and having to rely on him for everything, he was literally digging a well, okay, of wisdom in me. So now every time I enter a problem, okay, because he taught me how to be still in the storm, because he taught me how to be still in the wilderness, okay, I now am able to apply that same skill to everyday, you know, circumstances. So even when a problem arises, whether it's at work or, you know, in my family life, when something happens, God will say, remind me, okay, when you were going through the the dark times, the dry times, you were able to stay still. And in your ability to be still, that's when you were able to find the solution. And so it's the same principle that God has literally used for me to apply, you know, in my day-to-day work, okay, in my nine-to-five. Another thing that um, the Holy Spirit began to teach me, we're still on Joseph, I've not forgotten Joseph, okay. I remembered one day I was sitting at my desk and there was just a lot of changes, a lot of things happening at once. And you know, I remember my colleagues saying to me, Danny, you've, you're still able to be polite in the midst of all of this. And, you know, the Lord began to remind me, said, Dana, you see, now you see why the very thing you were despising, because there was a season when I was getting upset with the Holy Spirit. I was like, Lord, I get used to one season and you shift me. I get used to relationship and you just shift me. You break things apart. You allow things to break apart. Why is that? And I remember just sitting at my desk because I don't know about you, but when I ask questions, the Holy Spirit doesn't answer me straight away. Okay. And sometimes I forget why I asked the Lord, but then it's, it's like, it could be a year later or a few months later. It's when I'm in my moment, he will say, Dana, remember your question. And so I was sitting at my desk one day and the Holy Spirit just whispered to me and said, Dana, now do you see why I kept shifting you? The reason why I kept shifting you like that and I kept, you know, allowing sudden changes to keep happening in your life over over a period of time over the last few years is because I was getting you prepared for the role that you're in. And and as as simple as that might sound to many of you, it really hit me in my core because I was like, oh, my goodness, Lord, this is what you were preparing me for. You were literally teaching me how to be able to get up and move quickly because that is how it is in my role. Every day, it's something different. I literally have to think quickly. Sometimes things can happen where I have to literally create something within 15 minutes, create a solution in 15 minutes. And I'm like, God, how? And the Holy Spirit reminded me, said, Dana, I was preparing you all the the things that you went through. Okay. That's what I was using to teach you how to shift and how to think quickly on your feet. And so it's the same with Joseph. I truly believe that, you know, people might have said, you know, how is it? Because he entered his process. He entered his process as a dreamer. He kept dreaming, having dreams and visions. But here's the thing, by the end of his process, by the time he went before Pharaoh, he was able to interpret the dreams. How did he, how did he learn how to interpret that? I I I truly believe, okay, the different processes, the different, the the many shiftings and seasons that he had to go through before he got to the prison. That was a time when God was cultivating, okay, that gift in him. And so I just really want to encourage someone that literally pay attention to the process that God is taking you through and always be mindful, be open to the, the purpose of the process. You see, behind every process, there is a purpose. Behind every voice, there is a process and behind every process there is a purpose and so 
many times, you know, we can be wandering in the wilderness for so many years, wondering, Lord, what was the purpose? Truth be told, Joseph, okay, before he entered the pit, he saw the vision of his brothers bowing to him. Okay, he saw that he was heading to a place of rulership. And many of us, God has shown us, you know, our visions, where he's going to take us in the next five to 10 to 15 years. But we might not know the path that God is going to take us through. But here's the thing, for every voice, there is a process. My God, I truly feel the Holy Spirit on this. Okay, you might be, you might not, you might not be a Joseph, but you might be an Esther. Okay, so Esther, your process could have been that you were an orphan, you were rejected. You know, you, 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 you know what it's like not to have you know, a lot of figures around you, people cultivating and pouring into you. But nevertheless, God provided you with a Mordecai who was able to speak into your life. And then not only that, you know, you were then your process was you were then taken from your, you know, I believe Mordecai was her uncle or her cousin. I can't remember. This is really bad. I think it was, you know, he was her, her cousin. Okay. Or her uncle read it. It's in the book of Esther. Okay. But nevertheless, you know, she was taken from Mordecai, you know, into the palace to go before the king. She had to go through a year of process, six months of the oil of myrrh. Okay. And then after that, six months of sweet odors. Okay. And then after that, she was presented to the king. She found favor with him and now she becomes queen. But here's the thing. Let's not forget. Let's not forget the purpose of why she was there. Okay her voice being you know being chosen as the queen okay of the kingdom but here here it is okay her main voice her main purpose was to save her people the Jews because God you know had planned it God's hand was in this okay it was necessary okay, that she had to be positioned in that place because Haman was getting ready to plot against her people. And so she was in a place of influence so that she was able to save her people. So could it be that the process that you're going through, the path that God is taking you, okay, the path that God is taking you through, could it be that it's not just about you, but it's about the people. It is about the people that God is getting ready to use you to rescue or to help. And even for Joseph, it was the same thing. You know, all the process for him going before the leading him to going before Pharaoh. Okay. It was all about saving a people because then God put in him the solution. Okay. For the famine that was getting ready to come. So I just want to encourage you that literally the voice that God has put inside of you. And remember what I said, you know, when I talk about voice, I'm not just talking about your mouth. Okay. Your voice could be, okay. Being a teacher, you know, being a doctor, being a nurse. Okay. Being in these different uh, mountains, as I discussed, you know, earlier, and let me repeat them to you. And we're not going to put God in a box. Okay. It could be the mountain of family. Okay. So God could be, you know, say now is a season for you to be a husband or a wife, a father and a mother to cultivate your children. Okay. For destiny. It could be religion where you are called to be a gift in the church. Okay. Whether it's a pastor. Okay. A pastor, a prophet, an evangelist, an apostle. Okay a teacher, or he could be calling it a business where you are literally, you know, creating kingdom wealth, wealth for your family, wealth for your, you know, for, for the kingdom of God. Okay. Or God could be calling it to politics, whatever in government as an administrator, you know, or as a, a politician. Okay. Or as an MP, whatever. I mean, an MP is a politician. Okay. He could be calling it to education where you are a teacher, you know, pouring into the lives of those, into the future, you know, of those who will pass by you, because, you know, I truly have, 
have, you know, a, a, a level of reverence for teachers because literally, you know, you are teaching the future. You are preparing children for the future. You could be, te- you know, if you're a teacher listening to me, you could be teaching the next president. Okay. You could be teaching the next prime minister. You could be teaching someone who has the cure to AIDS and to cancer. Okay. Or God could call you to media communication, you know, whether it's on social media, on TV, on radio, having your own podcast, you know, or arts, entertainment, being an actor or an actress, musician, okay, sports, you know, being an athlete, whatever, whatever mountain that God has given you, understand that there is a process. So your process is literally preparing you and leading you to one of these mountains. And here's the thing. Again, I said, for now, we have identified seven mountains, but God could literally be calling you to even technology, okay, where he's calling you to create you know, a certain, you know, a certain device that could help our nation, that could be the cure to something. I don't know. I mean, look at this, you know, pandemic that we're dealing with right now. You know, then people are now having to put, you know, their, 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 their heads, you know, literally putting their heads together, trying to come up with a solution, you know, because I work with governmental scientists, you know, and political scientists. And now that, you know, the, 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 the main issue is trying to come up, you know, with a cure for this pandemic, you know, trying to find the, 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 appropriate you know devices and stuff what to use to help you know our patients to feel better you know in this time of crisis and so there's just so many things that that's out there and I just really want to expand you know your minds to, to make you recognize that yes the church is the body of Christ the church is important we are called as the body of Christ but we are not just called to gather okay into the walls of a church we are called to identify you know who we are what we are called to do our function our voice we are also called call to, to identify apart from the church because that's our gas station okay that's our petrol station that's where we go to get filled up to go out into the world so on a Sunday when we when we go out there and when we are filled up okay when we are filled up by the word when we are filled up by the worship now we have to now find our mountain of influence wherever God is sending us wherever God has planted that's the key word wherever we are planted okay we are like a seed wherever we are planted out there we are supposed to flourish and and grow and influence and it's not just about having the title and having the big job or the big money but it's also it's all about souls that is the key that is the foundation it's all about souls so who can we influence who can we call back to Christ many of us we're not just you know for some you are only called out to the marketplace but for some of you you are a bridge between the church and the marketplace you are a bridge between the church and media you are a bridge between church and family you are a bridge between church and business. And so you are the middleman. You are the middle woman who, okay, will be able to influence someone out there to bring them back into the, into church. And you're also able to learn something out there to bring back into the body of Christ, to help us to be more excellent and to help us to be more relevant, okay, to the world. And so I just pray that, you know, this will make sense. I mean, for some of you, God is calling you to be Daniels. You know, one of the things I want to literally emphasize, because there are many people who can, you know, who gets really, they get really religious and they think, you know, oh, you know, I'm only called to the church. And I just want to challenge you in this season that it's important that you don't 
put God in a box. Okay, for some of you, your function won't necessarily be, and I know I keep saying this, I probably said this the fourth time, but I just want to, I want to repeat this to you. Your function is not necessarily in the four walls of the church. And many people, because they don't understand you, they will try to say, oh, you've backslidden or, you know, you're, you're not for the church. But hey, can can you tell me in the word, okay, where did you see Esther in a physical church building? We saw Esther fast, okay, she prayed for her people, she went before the king and she saved her people, but there's no mention of a physical church. And it's the same for Daniel as well. In the book of Daniel, we see Daniel being, you know, one of the king's men, you know, administrators, you know, for the king. We, there was no physical church building, but we saw Daniel act, you know, as a prophet of God, praying and seeking the Lord. And so I don't want you to allow a mere building, okay, to limit you and to dictate whether you can or cannot function in the voice that God has called you to function in. And I hope that makes sense. So if there's anything you, you know, you wanted in, in summary and in conclusion of this, okay, this podcast is broadcast, okay, I want you to identify and understand that you are a seed planted in one of these mountains and God requires you know it's by his grace that you'll be able to flourish but remember the focus of it is to obviously be the light of Jesus Christ you are able to shine the light of Jesus Christ because there are many people they may never step foot into a physical church and you might just be the only church the only bible they will ever read or the only church that they will experience it's important that you understand the function the voice that God has given you what is its function And where has God called you to function? So identifying the mountains, again, you know, the seed, they're different soils, okay? There's there's certain soils. It's important to cultivate the soil before you put the seed into the ground. And so, you know, you could be a fish, okay, that's called into the water. So many people, you know, might be expecting you to function on ground, but the truth be told is that the only way we will see the best of you is if you are in water. And I'm just using that as a, as an example, not literal sense that you need to go into the water because we know as humans, we function on land. Okay. So the point I'm saying is that if you're called to business, then by all means flourish in that. If you're called to government, whether it's been an administrator or being on the front line as, you know, as a politician, you know, as a leader with in parliament or if you're in you know wherever you are in the world okay whatever the the political system is for that country you know whatever God is calling you to go forth this is the season for it I mean our nations our whole world is in crisis right now leaders are literally scratching their heads trying to figure out how to fix this current crisis I mean we're not just dealing with a pandemic we're dealing with you know the economy you know being messed up as a result of this people are losing their jobs everywhere so I truly believe that you know the earth is crying out for prophets the earth is crying out for those who walk in the apostolic grace that you know that the world is literally crying out for people with a solution and who better to provide the solution okay who else but the church i truly believe that this is a season for the church to arise and there are people who are carrying the burden trying to figure out where do they fit in you know many times people say i've heard people say oh you know you are called to be a pastor but where am I called to be a pastor? Because oftentimes we say pastor and we automatically think, oh, I need to have my own church. But could it be, and I've said this, I think in the last podcast, could it be that God is calling you to be a pastor in your office? Could it be that God is calling you to be a pastor, you know, as an athlete? 
okay could it be that God is calling you to be a pastor in your area of work you know again in parliament okay in the hospitals in your you know your 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 doctor surgery you know wherever I just want us to be able to expand our mindset and recognize that there's so many different arenas there's so many different industries where God is literally he's he's literally dispersing his seeds which is us and he's planting us into certain arenas certain industries certain places where we are supposed to flourish and grow and be a light onto those who have never experienced Jesus Christ before and so I just pray um, that this podcast is a blessing to those who will listen I pray that it makes sense to you and you know by all means feel free to reach out to me okay I'm on Instagram I'm on Facebook I'm on Twitter I'm mostly on Facebook um, and Instagram as Dana Farron okay Dana with a H so I just pray that you know that the Holy Spirit will really you know use this word to cultivate the dreams and the visions and for those who have lost you know dreams dreams that have gone dormant as a result of your process and of your circumstance I pray that the Holy Spirit will begin to resurrect those dreams and I pray that God will expand your dreams that your dreams will not be small that they will not be boxed okay that that they will be limitless okay that you will have dreams without limitations and may you envision yourself the way how God envisions you remember for some of you you are a resource okay you are a solution to a problem the very voice the purpose that God is cultivating in you even in the midst of your wilderness and in your process right now God is cultivating something great on the inside of you and he wants you to just go out there and shine your light no more dimming okay no more trying to 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 minimize what God has placed on the inside of you so remember as you step out you know I know we can't go anywhere we we're in lockdown right now we have to stay in our houses but you know it could be on social media or in your line of work if you're working from home whatever it is that you're creating right now just remember let God be your foundation but you must go out there you must you know tell the truth of the word you know you know share the gospel the good news of Jesus Christ but you can do that in your line of work and how do you do that you don't have to be preaching and bible bashing anyone but it's just being in a place of excellence when everyone else is panicking your stance your 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 you know your 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 posture being calm and not panicking in the midst of crisis will be able for will be able to allow people to look at you and say you know what there's something different about you there's something different about you what is it and then you'll be able to share okay your faith with the person who's asking you so guys I know this might have been really basic but I really wanted to come on here and just conclude and just really you know bring um finding your voice um you know, I just wanted to round it off and just, you know, give you all aspects of what I believe the Holy Spirit had given to me. It's just so important to know your voice in this season because believe it or not no matter how small you might think you might think wait a minute I don't you know I've already said twice I'm concluding but you know many people you know have looked at their voice and think well I don't have a lot of influence I don't know a lot of people you know with 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 names but can I just say to you you know that the people who are the most popular right now they might not know your name but Jesus knows your name and you know oftentimes we get caught up in you know in who knows our name on earth but there are many people who we're looking to okay on earth we're looking for them to get to know us to see us but here's the thing is heaven does not recognize them okay some of us we're walking past people and we're looking at them because they look simple and they don't have you know all the backings they don't have the 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 who's who backing them 
But here's the thing, heaven backs them. When they open up their mouths and they pray, heaven hears them and heaven moves. And why I can tell you that? Because some of these people, I know them, okay? They're people that, you know, mentor me, that have covered me for how many years? They don't have a social media account. They're not on Facebook. They're not on Instagram. They don't have the most popular preachers calling their names. But can I tell you, when they call my phone or when they pray over me, when they pray, when we pray in agreement on a matter, doors begin to open over my life. And so, in this season, my attitude has changed. I don't really care about people with titles. I know I do care about people, but what I'm saying is that I'm not bothered about people, you know, being around me who, who has a name for themselves and who are popular. I want people who can speak and heaven and hell will listen. Those are the people who I'm bothered about. And so literally God has been, you know, literally shifting my mindset. He's been literally just changing my whole perspective again. And so I almost feel like I'm in a, I'm again in transition in a sense that God is just, you know, literally breaking apart things that I, things that I thought I knew. And here's the thing. It's not that it wasn't truth and it wasn't real. It's just that it no longer fits the season that I'm now in. And so I just want to encourage you to embrace the voice that God has given you. Stop worrying about who's recognizing you and who isn't, who's for you, who isn't, who's not supporting you. Because here's the thing, all you need is that heaven. All you need to know is that heaven supports you. And that's the truth I walk in. I'm at a place now where I don't care if people, you know, who are popular in my you know, in my environment or who I know who has a name for themselves, if they're not calling my name, I'm not bothered. Because you know why? I am so confident now that God is calling my name and he reminds me time after time, day after day, minute after minute that he is with me. And that's all, that's the comfort I find is the fact that God is with me. And as long as he's with me and he's instructing me and I'm not going ahead of myself, I can continue to be the voice, you know, that he has called me to be. I can continue to walk in the purpose, the mantle, the anointing that he has given me. And I just want to encourage you that, you know, the voice that he has given you, if I've not said that, in this podcast today. I just want to encourage you, or shall I say tonight, because it's night time. I just want to encourage you that literally whatever he has called you to do, he will mantle you and he will give you the anointing to do it. Okay. The anointing, it's the unction to function. The anointing, okay. That's, you know, being smeared over with oil in the natural sense. But I truly believe being anointed is being called by God is where God literally, he sanctifies you. He sets you apart for a specific assignment. And for many of you, you've been trying to figure out what's the what's the process all about what's all the years of suffering why has that why has that happened some of you still have questions over things that happened 10 15 years ago i'm telling you this current season is about to expose the reason okay the purpose behind your process i feel that so strongly in my spirit for someone you're about to step into the reason why you've suffered all those years you're going to see the reason why you might have thought god you know you you've encountered harsh things you've encountered rejection and this is for someone because i can't come off for some reason someone needs to hear this you have been through rejection you've you've had so many losses and failures okay you've had people leave you abandon you and you're thinking god why what is it about me that i just can't seem to catch okay you know i can't seem to catch a break i'm just constantly losing 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 okay but i want to encourage you you're not losing you're winning you see that that your process is helping you to get rid of all the dead weight because where you're going is so high you can't afford to you can't afford to travel with too much baggage you see when i'm flying when i'm traveling to other countries or when i not when i am but when i have traveled to other countries you know that the 
each person going on a flight, you're allowed a certain amount of baggage. Okay. You're not even in your hand luggage when you're taking that on the plane with you. You, it has to be a certain weight. And so I truly believe that the process is there to break away all the unnecessary weight because where you're going, you need to fly light. Okay. You need to fly light. You can't fly with all that weight because if you try to go high with the things you're dealing with now, it will tear you down. And so that was for someone. I, you know, that's completely off topic, but someone needed to hear that. So I just pray that you're blessed and I'm really coming off now. I just pray that God will bless you and keep you until I come on here again. And as I said, feel free to reach out to me. Okay. I may have talked really fast on this tonight, but you know, there's just so much download. There's just so much in my spirit. And you know, God has finally released me to pick this up and just go with it. And so I just want to encourage someone out there, embrace your voice. You know, if you didn't know what your voice was, I pray that as you've listened to these messages, that you will be able to identify what your voice is, who God is calling you to be and what environment God is calling you, okay, to walk in the fullness of who you are, because that is important. Because oftentimes we try to go in the wrong environment. And if you try to unveil who you are in the wrong environment, it could kill you. That's for someone else out there. So may God give you the grace to identify your voice and to also find the environment that is right for the voice that he has given you. So God bless you. Take care until we meet again. Goodbye.